This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rumble Von Dumble. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? It was good until you okey-doke me with the goddamn... You, you come in at different times. You always catch me off guard with the... <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that we're not did, messing around today. Did you uh, load up Wendy Williams into that thing? Did I load up Wendy Williams into that thing? Ryan? And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but, you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Goo for first sending that in our, di- in our direction. And a lot of people said, well, if that doesn't make the soundboard, just what are we even doing? Here? What are we even doing? We talked what are we about even the doing? air uh, a couple last week on yes. uh, Russian Keith. And it was just, it's funny every single time. Yeah. The burp, the burp fart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, what, what did we say? Like, if you burp and don't fart or sneeze and don't fart, what a win. What an absolute <laughs> that is. Well, the other thing too is like if she burped, if she like sometimes burps do sneak up on you like that, but that means in my head because this is how I'm messed up, right? So in my head, I do I do this quick math, and I'm like, all right, so if she was holding, if she burped like that, that means she was holding in that fart for a very long time. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. But I also love the context of it where she's sitting up there just ripping into Kim Kardashian for being like a floozy or whatever. And she's just like so like pristine and then on her ivory tower. (laughs) I love it. Oh, oh, speaking Uh, of. So this, I don't know the full story yet, but at the tail end of today's Gresham Keefe. Yes. One of our producers, John Anderson, you know mm-hmm. him, Davey, from your Steely Dan arguments on Twitter. Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we talking about? I don't Not get it. Stop. That's the point. He, this is really a story that he told on the air. So people heard this. He went on a date this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lovely young lady. And in his words, he, quote, had an accident in his pants. <laughs> now, obviously, that can be taken several different ways. I thought maybe he cummed himself. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of, too. No, he shit his pants. On the date? He shit his pants on the date. And he (sighs) said, rather than just be like, that's it, I'm done. 45 more minutes with this lady. Sitting in his own shit? (laughs) 45 minutes? Like, I'm more worried about health at this point. Like, you're going to get an infection. (laughs) 
That was actually not anything. On his date. No, anyway. So, and then he ran into the bathroom and heard this. Occupied. I'm going to be here all night, dude. My favorite line from Along Came Polly is when he goes running into the bathroom. Remember, he has like the Mexican. Yeah. He's the IBS. Yeah. The guy goes occupied. And then he said, he goes, he like waits for a second. I'm going to be here all night, dude. (laughs) So I need more context. So he. So I asked him. Was it somebody ate? Was it something like. I don't know yet. I told him he's going to have to. He gave us the ending. He's now going to have to Tarantino this thing the rest of the week. Oh, God. You can't just say like I shit my pants on a date and then have that be the end of it. Well, because we do a thing at the end of the show where we all just have like a two minute like quick hitter, like all four of us get to say something, and that was his. And I, we were just like, "What?" So not, but I go, "How did she not notice?" And he said, "They had they like out they were outdoors," and then he said there was a brief car ride with the windows down. <laughs> we got like a million text messages of people being like. You what? need to go to the bathroom. You need to get rid of what you have. Clean yourself up and get back out there. Never sit in it. <laughs> Don't sit in it. So he sat in it. Uh, there was once. Can I? Are we telling poop stories? Do we do poop That's stories? Kind of mostly what the podcast is. <laughs> we've we've. And I'm with Ben. I'm a clean man. Michael Douglas said she 100 knew. She did. She absolutely knew. She absolutely knew. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Out tomorrow, absolutely. Um, there was a time in college where I. No, I'm not going to tell the story right now. This is this is off the air stuff, but I'm not going to tell the story. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great setup. It would it would it would take it would actually take too long. The setup is like the punchline isn't that good, and the story would. Take oh, I too long to set up. I didn't tell it, but so you can. But we'll just you'll tell it yeah. at a later date. Yeah. All right, but anyway, so I'll unpack that. So another reason to tune into Gresham Keep because you never know what's going to happen. So we will we'll flush flush out, if you will, that story. But this poor lady, and she stuck with him for almost an hour after the fact. And she absolutely knew. Because, you know, something, there had to be a, t- a, a part of that date where because she could look in his face and know that something has gone horribly wrong. Something's gone wrong. And then... Hopefully she didn't start to think, was this my fault? Because no, it was not your fault. No, and then he looks at her and beckons as if to say, join me. Come join me. Join me. All right, Ryan, we are into the sweet 16 of the hashtag dork madness as we were trying to find out what is the best TV character of all time. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of upsets along the way, but I feel like now we've started started to be chalk a little bit more here. Walter White's, your George Costanza's, your Homer Simpson. And uh, it'll be interesting. So we'll start that up. uh, The voting on Twitter at Dork Podcast coming up this week. And what was that? What I was actually really excited about as as the matchups went on there were some really good ones like i think it was walter white jesse pinkman that one's coming up which to me i again i don't vote but he just um, beat, so the breaking bad guys did all really well mm-hmm. so walter white just beat saul goodman yep and now is going up against uh jesse pinkman in the next round right so that'll be pretty good that'll be uh pretty good so again you can vote we'll have this wrapped up uh within the week over at dork podcast on twitter ryan the first episode the debut of the falcon and the winter soldier on disney plus debuted on friday it was about 45 minute episode it's one of six in the season what'd you think uh it was quite good 
It mm. was a uh, um the opening action sequence of this was one of the better I've ever seen out of the Marvel extended cinematic universe. Yeah, it was very good. Um, of showing off some Falcon stuff and showing off some Winter Soldier stuff. But like, how good was George St. Pierre? Uh, yeah, and so bringing him back, right? Bringing his character back, and yeah, so he was good. GSP. He was good, and the I'm this isn't a spoiler, but like wingsuits flying into helicopters several times, never not sick. Cool. Never not sick. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I also think this show, kind of the way in a different take, but WandaVision had some really serious moments. This show's definitely gonna have some serious moments, and without giving anything away. I think some of the same vibes that you even got in like Watchmen, mm-hmm. I think you're going to get into the, like real world stuff is going to happen in this. Yeah. And one of the things that, and again, not a spoiler, but like one of the things that people were going bananas on Twitter about is like, people are super surprised that like the Avengers like don't get paid. Yeah. Like, that was interesting. So like, again, I think these shows allow you to do a little bit more of like, the universe like discussions or yeah. stuff that we would talk about so they're going to talk about the blip in like that more wandavision right. did a good job of like people returning five years later yeah. and the show like talking about so how do you guys get paid like does stark just when he was alive r.i.p does he give you money like yeah no, he's uh, not, no he funds everything but he doesn't pay us yeah. is, is the answer right uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so i i obviously it's going to be good and so we'll probably do an episode in two weeks at the midway point and mm-hmm. see check in on the show at that point off uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, aka Venom 2, has been delayed three months from June to September 17th. As long as it stays in 2021, I think we're okay. That was right? one of our uh that was one of our movies. So mm-hmm. let's hope so. Uh Ryan, should we get to uh, America's favorite game at this point? Let's do it. All right, folks, should I have bought this? This is the game where you send us a picture of something that you bought, a brief description, and the price, and Davey and I will answer the question, should I have bought this? Let's first start up with a uh, mutual friend of ours, The Fridge. Good friend, Fridge. He emailed uh, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can do it. Also, we got a DM on Instagram, if you want to do it that way, a little work around there, or you can DM us on Twitter, whatever. It's all open. Email is probably the easiest, but whatever, however you live your life, that's fine. Uh, this is the item that Fridge bought. <laughs> this, and again, you can watch and stream these episodes every Monday night, youtube.com slash dork podcast. Uh, so the viewer can see the item. The listener will now uh, hear our brief description of it. This is, in his words, an officially licensed joe boo figure from the 1989 film major league anything Which else it, to add to that ryan you can see the major league logo between joe boo's feet that being the baseball with the sunglasses and the mohawk letting you know it's a little bit of a bad boy movie um I, know, I can't help but imagine that it is offensive it's super offensive i would imagine it's quite offensive it also looks like knowing brian like i do or sorry the fridge like i do yeah right um, this looks like it is in the corner of his basement where his wife and children don't need to look at it ever. <laughs> well, here's the, actually, let me pull up the brief description that he did, uh, give us. He said, normally displayed on my desk at the office, but brought home when COVID hit to keep my makeshift workspace to scare my kids away. 
And again, a very important part of this, $45. $45 for a uh, little statue of Joe Boo, which again, now, I'm guessing they don't make anymore. Maybe they, they do. They do not make that anymore. I don't I don't no. think. Not only that, but Goo paid how much for Star Lord? Ooh, 50 I, bucks? Was it 50 bucks? I think it might have been 50 for that nice. Okay, Star so that's $5 less. I say buy it. I say you get a Joe Boo if you can get it. This is how we do it. There you go. 45 bucks. Now, again, everybody, when he when he goes to work, every single person is going to see that on his desk and going to want to talk about it. That's also true. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. That is definitely true. They'll talk to him about it. Again, I don't know if everybody's going to be on board with that piece. Uh, but that's kind of where yeah, if you at. say if you say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball, true, then maybe they're going to have an issue with it. But yeah, no, that's true. Uh, so the other thing, Ryan, and let me see if I can let me add this other one too. So basically, how we play for those of you that are late to it, I already told you what you send in, and we, and we take a look at it. But the other key to this whole thing is Davey and I, because there's only two votes. I'll say yes or no. You'll say yes or no. If it's unanimous, it's easy. If there's a tiebreaker, we look to the YouTube chat. First one we see, yes or no, that okay. tie. Makes sense? So, yeah, on your toes, people. All right, this next one comes in from Dave. Dave oh, Diaz shit. on Instagram. This is, again for the listener, a 1999 Pokemon game playing card. It is a Charizard hologram. He said it's not first edition. But it is the hologram, and it looks like it's got a grading of eight. You can see it's in some protective package yep. in there. It says near mint to mint, yeah. grading of eight. Yeah. So you and I, again, don't know a ton about Pokemon. I know by our Pokemon expert, Chris Scheim. He was impressed with the card. He also told me what he thought it would be worth. Uh, do you want me to tell you how much Dave paid for this Pokemon Charizard? I first... I first want you to tell me just how erect Chris Scheim was looking at this. Could he stand up straight? Yeah, he did one cock push-up. <laughs> he was able to do one. How much do you think that Dave... Oh, by the way, the brief story with Dave is the stimulus check he received. Oh, Jesus, he no. Stimmy, and then he went out and bought this card for a, a, a flex. He wanted to flex on people with this okay. card. So this tells me that it's under fourteen hundred dollars. Correct, but not, but not much. Well, <laughs> Oof. I, and again, like you said, we have no—I have no earthly way of knowing how much, how expensive these things are. Because again, this this kind of missed us. Yeah, I'm not—I'm not an expert on. I'm it. not a Pokemon guy. Not but five hundred bucks. He spent eight hundred dollars. On this Charizard. What? 800. And he said it's not even first edition. But it's $800. <laughs> now, is this is this like an investment? Is this like something that he see is going to go up in price? Oh, I, well, I, that I can speak to. Shime thought it was more, and he, he said he's not, he's not a price expert, but he would have guessed more like 300 So even Shime thinks this is a little rich for his blood. I like collectibles. I like playing cards. I like things of this nature. He's obviously into it. It does seem aggressively high, though, Ryan. That does seem aggressively high. I mean, you got to figure for a a decent car that is two car payments. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. 
Easy. Yeah. That's that for, for living in the greater Boston area. That's probably your rent for a month. 800. Sure. And you need roommates for that. Uh, but so Michael in the chat says first edition grade nine is like 30 grand. Come on. So, but he said it's not first edition and it's a grade eight. So I, I'm not even saying he got ripped out. The, the point, the, the issue isn't, did he get ripped off? It's just, no, no, no. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. I'm sure he got a good deal on it. It's just, should he have gotten this Pokemon playing card? Should he have bought this for $800? For the right person, I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to say I'm gonna say no on this one. I'm going to say no, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah, I think it's a no for me too, dog, because it's just, I just think of one purchase like that for $800. Like all the stuff, I feel like, all of the other items that got sent to us over the weekend, and we got a bunch of emails. And so if we didn't get to you this week, we'll get to you next week. And if you haven't sent something in and you want to, please do. I feel like all that other stuff combined was like $800. You could have bought everybody else's stuff. and you. But again, I, I hope you're happy with it. This is just how we play the game here. You don't want to end on a sad one, dude. Wanna... No, yeah, I don't want to end on a sad one. But also, I do want to say this, too. The, where where my mind goes with these things is what I could do with that money. Yeah, it's a lot of you money. You know what I mean? That's a lot of money. And for I the don't... right person, Dave, right? Dave sent this in. Dave sent it in. So shout out to Dave. Respect. If he loves if he loves it and this every time he looks at it, it makes him happy. Awesome. I'm just not spending 800 bucks on it. I'm I'm looking around and my car, computer, TV. Obviously, like my wife's engagement ring. That is probably, I don't know what else I've spent that's over $800. You know what I mean? Like, good yeah. for doing it, but I'm, and, and maybe that speaks more to me being a little, a little cheapskate. Not at once. I mean, my com my computer is oh, yeah, over once $800, but I did not, we're not in one shot. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Do you want to do one more or should we move on? Let's do one more. Let's end on a high note here. Let's do, let's do one more uh, because this one, I, well, I think you might like it, but I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. This one comes in from Jeff, who <gasps> it's a original or actually I shouldn't say original, but it's an old school Halloween lunchbox and a Halloween thermos. John Carpenter's Halloween, not just the holiday. And you got a nice Michael Myers picture there. Uh, looks like there's some bats. Which Oh, no, those are leaves. <laughs> those are leaves. They do look like bats, though. You're right. And uh, twenty four dollars, ninety nine cents. That's a that's an absolute. If you told me that was 50 bucks, I'd be like, get it. Mm -hmm. That was twenty five dollars. $25. I will up that. Where did you get it? He's not here. We, can you, is he here? He's not behind you. All right. We like to be more positive here on this uh, program. So congratulations, Jeff, for an absolute, this is how we do it. That is, that is good stuff. So you'll be eating lunch in style. Yeah. You. But like the other thing too, is we need to know where he got that because I only need to see what else they have, you know? Yeah, that's true. So Jeff, uh, email us back again. Let us know where you where you got that bad boy. Hell yeah. So again, email, shoot us an email, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Should I have bought this? It's everybody's favorite game. Oop, that's a I don't want that on the screen. Here we go. Here uh we go. I'll figure that out. So very, 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 very good stuff. It's time for Davy's video game in Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Davy, what do you have, sir? Well, as you know, as always, this portion of the program is powered by our good friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbillsoda.com. Use the promo code RONVOND. Get yourself a nice little discount on some soda pop. Maybe even get one of these cool insulated mugs that I drink literally everything out of. 
Yeah, what's the best thing in there? Probably a soda or did you do your right coffee? Right now, so this this is a black cherry soda right now. You can oh, you can see it's in there. Um dream. coffee. It's great for I, I have my my coffee in the morning. You pack it with ice, the ice stays in it, your hot stay hot, your cold stay cold. Get yourself a mug. What more do you want? They used to have cool tankards too. Okay. I like that. Look like big, yeah. Uh anyway, so very sad. We're gonna start again. We like to end positive. We like to end positive here, but we're gonna start negative. Um, people are really pissed about this, Richard. They came out today that they are shutting down the PlayStation 3 store and as well as PlayStation Vita and the PSP. You can no longer download digital games for PlayStation 3, your PlayStation Vita, or your PSP. Now, it's time to move on. It's time to, I agree that it's time to move on, but there has never been a stronger argument for buying physical copies of games because not like with everything being backwards compatible, if you have those games, you can play them, but you can never play them again. Is so five actually backwards compatible? Yes. All the way to one and two? I believe so. If you have the physical copies of the games. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I yeah. popped in Tekken 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's still Jesus Christ. I mean, when you had that thing, remember we were smearing toothpaste on that thing to get it to work. I would lick it. I would just lick the Yeah, we'd lick it and like, like blow on it. Like, that probably wouldn't work, but. And there was an audible cheer in the room when you got the, when it like actually went to like the PlayStation thing. Like oh, that's the best feeling. So people, so people were pretty pissed about that. But here's something that people are both happy and pissed about: um, the new update for the um, Square Enix Marvel Games Avengers game came out for next gen consoles. It's awesome. The game experience is so much better. I think the load times went from something like two minutes to ten seconds. Oh, I like that. the The frame rate is off the charts. Well, it's okay. like 60 it's like 60 frames but it plays awesome there's there's no more blur there's no more frame rate drops there's none of that stuff so that's great and also they dropped the hawkeye storyline uh the kate bishop one had come out now they just announced that black panther is coming as well as spider-man coming in the summer so all of these things are great but doesn't it frustrate you a little bit that it's been almost a year since that since that came out and they're just wow. starting just starting to fix it and like that's what's frustrating. Have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. You have to. I think I mean, Josh Josh gets it. For the know? Avengers game or anything else in life. But you know, this is but now I I'm you know, we just found out that uh Arkham Knights is getting delayed, and I really think that games are starting to with with this issue because they're still hurting from this. Yeah. Um Assassin's Creed Valhalla is 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 falling victim to this cyberpunk like people are rushing these games out and now you're going to have games take a step back me let's let's wait two months so we don't have to do this shit well and selfishly i'm happy that gotham knights is taking its time because i better have a ps5 by the time that game comes out because i have a ps5 and that game better be fucking butthole tight yeah I'm when it comes you. out i don't want any issues with that game i want yeah, it to play take, like a dream take your time because we are going to play the balls off that thing oh the both of us because it's co-op yeah, yeah, we get, oh, we yeah. get more people going on that. I got dibs on Red Hood, but I know that, I, that was never a question. Can you um, characters in, in movie and TV news related to video games? They are rebooting Resident Evil. Come so on. it's the the t- working title of the movie is Welcome to Raccoon City. So they're actually doing more Resident Evil movies. And come on, <laughs> come on, the Resident uh, Evil movies. Like, uh, so. Yeah, I don't think Paul W.S. Anderson is directing them this time around, which is yeah. nice. 
Um, so Mila Jovovich isn't going to be in it. She's not. She doesn't have to be in every video game movie. I know it's kind of out there that she has to be, but she doesn't. When reached for comment, Paul W.S. Anderson said. <laughs> uh, in TV news, so Neil Druckmann was talking about the Last of Us TV series, which started filming recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they said that the the show itself is going to be set within the first game. But uh, I'll read what he said here. A set in the first game, but a new story um, that will at times deviate greatly from the game. How do you feel about that? So my initial thought was, oh, that sucks. But then I was also like, well, I've played the game and I love the game. So if I'm going to watch the show, I kind of do want it to do a little something different. So I'm okay. You don't want to know what's going to happen. You need yeah. some surprises. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what would work now is if you had like before they were like you have Ellie and Joel, who obviously we know are the main characters in the game their lives before they met each other. Cause there was a, that gap, you know, when Ellie was on, there was a little bit of that and they did like a, um, a prequel with Ellie and her friend. Um, but Joel working in Boston. So that yeah. would be kind of, that would be kind of sweet. And then at the end they kind of come together and you get yeah. whatever, but it's an HBO show. I, I trust it to be pretty good. Um, and we are a month away from the, um, opening day of the dig dads. Oh, that's right. Twitch.tv slash Arvon D. You can check out the Dig Dads. He's Davey's moved on from the Red Sox now, the San Diego Padres. Yes, the Dig D, the Fathers, the Dig Dads, if you didn't pick up on that. So we're going to be playing as the Padres. We got Padres gear coming. Oh, good. We got seeds ready. Fuck. If right. you like baseball, you tune into this. That's what it's, it's fun. all about. You know, have, have it fun. around, have a catch. You have, have uh, all my, um, what do you call it, Brockmire sound bites all loaded up into the thing. We're ready to go. Um, and, uh, what's up next for me? So people are asking what games I've been playing. I started playing Celeste, which is a really cool game. It's a little like platformer puzzle game, which is actually pretty sweet. Uh, there's a game called horror story hollow seed, which comes from a single developer, this guy named John winner. He did the game and the score for the game. Uh, you might've heard of John winner before he uh, ran with a guy named Thaddeus Sphinx, uh, the Colgate comedy hour. It's not Roy Donk. He's no Roy Donk, but um, it's a first-person horror story, which he describes it has a dense story. It fancies randomly generated micro scares. Hmm. So you're like walking around like this deserted town where like everyone's dead kind of thing. And he said he drew inspiration for the game from Insidious and the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. I'm in. Sounds good, right? I'm in on this, yeah. And like it's in early access right now, so it's like 15 bucks on Steam. So I'm going to check that thing out. That's right. going to be my next thing. Okay. I love it. And that's it. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? I said that's it. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today, it is Zack Snyder's Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut. We've been waiting for some time. The ad campaign made it feel like we were waiting even longer for it. It was a four-hour and two-minute movie released on HBO Max. Last check on Rotten Tomatoes, 74% by the critics, 96% by the audience. And just as a comparison, the theatrical release that came out in 2017 of Justice League, 40% critics, 71% audience. We will start out as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler-free. Let me ask you, Ryan, did you like it? Yes, and I'm fucking pissed about it. I'm fucking pissed about it. Why are you pissed about it? What's your because problem? I will we'll get into it with I'm like What's your problem. My problem is, Richard. You have a problem. 
I have a problem. I'm a and it's not with Zack Snyder. It's not with the movie. It's with Joss fucking Whedon. Like, how do you, if you're Joss Whedon, yeah. how do you show your face in a production meeting ever again? It really called into how awful that one was. Like, I watched it. What the fuck? I watched it in the theater. We did an episode on it. I actually, because, you know, as time goes on, I completely forgot what I originally gave it. So mm -hmm. I went back. All of our episodes on EEI are available in the archives. So if anything over the last three or four years that you think we talked about, search it out. It might be there. I went back. It's an early episode, Justice League. It's kind of funny that I said this. I, I gave it a four mm -hmm. out of six. And I said, I even said, I know it's recency bias. I know I'm going to drop it a whole stone in a week. And it's at least a whole stone less. Absolutely. What did I give it? A two? No, you said three and a half. Okay. But I think we both like quickly soured on. But we also said like, I'll never want to watch this again or think about it again. No, I would say I would drop mine to a soft three at this point. Maybe a two and a half the, for the Whedon cut. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. the Whedon cut is just is so bad. And so this is just... It's different. And as you're watching, and what I did was, I don't know how many people listening to this did the same thing, but I rewatched because it's also on HBO Max. I rewatched Justice League. Same. And so the scenes that were the same, I, I like knew right away. I'm like, oh, this is the yep. scene. And like they might change a line or they might change a shot, or obviously the CGI, which we'll get to, is a lot different. But you're like, all right, so this is where he was going. This is where it, what it was supposed to do. But again, one of the big criticisms of the whole thing, because I got, okay, so for me, I also liked it and, and we'll get into it. But for a four-hour movie, all this proved to me was actually a couple things. One, you already said it. The Josh Whedon version was trash. Two, you weren't supposed to make Justice League this early in the DCEU. No. We talked about it at the time. Uh, the Avengers was the sixth movie mm -hmm. in the MCU. This was the, I think, third or fourth movie in DC. They shouldn't have they shouldn't have shotgun this because you nope. needed four hours to map it out and and show backstory and show these characters and specifically with two characters which we which, we which we will get in you know exactly what I'm going to say and it was what I am so upset about um it, that they had to do this and basically retcon everything that Joss Whedon did because not only is what he did not good from a filmmaking standpoint. It's despicable as a human being. Yeah. What he did. Oh, yeah. And it's like, come back. Yeah. And I'm so pissed that like this guy was given entree. And I remember saying too, they're like, oh, it's going to be in good hands. It's in Whedon's hands. It's going to be in good hands. And I we know. said that out loud. And now, like, thinking about it, like, I'm pissed. And, and you know me. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be hard for me to say. I'm going to get emotional. I was wrong. How about it that? was not in good hands. This no. was not a decent movie. No. Like fuck Joss Whedon, and I'm saying that in my house with an earshot of oh, my wife hates him too. It's fine. I think. But, in a, I think in a weird way we were both wrong. I think Zack Snyder deserves a bit. I'll say a bit of an apology because he does. I'm not going to say I I didn't like Man of Steel or Batman v Superman, and that was also Zack Snyder. But Justice League felt like it may have killed the DCEU. And that was clearly a Joss Whedon problem. But also, whoever greenlit it was like, hey, let's catch up to Marvel right now. You're not going to do that. Here's here's what's needed to happen. Do a Superman movie. And you know what? Make it Man of Steel. That's fine. Not my favorite, yeah, but fine. other people like it. Make Man of Steel. Make a Batman movie. 
make a Wonder Woman movie, make on how about this for curveball? Make a Lex Luthor movie, make a Aquaman movie, and then either Cyborg or Flash or like you got to get these guys involved a little bit more either in those properties mm-hmm. or not. Think about the Avengers. There was two Iron Man movies, a Captain America movie, a Thor movie, and a Hulk movie. And Black Widow and Hawkeye and Nick Fury were like sprinkled in all of those or like half of those. Yeah. I mean, there was not enough setup for what we got the first time around. Now, so they they absolutely bungled that. And that's why, again, because I was like four hours. What the fuck? But it needed it. It needed it. Now, it's not it's ridiculous because I even thought like Endgame three hours. Like that's a long time, but that's an hour shorter than this movie. And And let me just close with everything. This was supposed to be sort of like a launch because even well, we'll get to it. But even in Snyder's cut, like the way that it's set up, this wasn't the be all end all. No, there's a lot. There's a lot of questions that come after this too, but let me just say this too, just to clarify, this movie is not perfect. It is not without its faults. It is not. It has some things that I didn't like, but it is far superior to the original. And like you, I watched the original, I think like Wednesday Mm -hmm. and watched this Friday. So like I I had just seen it. So like I I had a very clear picture in my head of what was different. And again, I don't understand. And now like, okay, well, I got to get into spoilers. We got to get into spoilers. So the first Justice League was just so bad. And really, I just was like, probably like, oh cool like the the characters are all on the screen together and that's why i gave it a four but the in reality it's a bad movie and mm-hmm. it doesn't even make sense this if you don't like it fine but you can't be like what was the point of this like there there was a point i'll there tell you absolutely was and we were wrong we were like fuck this movie this movie's yeah. gonna suck and it didn't and i'm so upset at myself you're right i've become so jaded hey now how did you end up watching this? I and it wasn't because I thought it was a slog by any means. Mm-hmm. It was more of a timing issue. I did. Uh, I had a two and a half hour chunk to sit down, and then late, like a day later, I did yep. a ninety minute chunk. So it was in six parts, right? Yeah. So they actually separated yeah. it out into uh, six parts that all like which, or acts, as you call it, and then an yeah, which was really smart because I would like when the black screen came up and it said like part two, I was like, all right, I'm going to refresh the bed. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to like re uh, and like, you're going to think I'm out of my mind, but I actually had a notebook and I was actually like, I would pause it, take some notes. Yeah. Keep watching. So like, it was perfect the way that they did it. If they did this episodically, I would have been pissed because I'd be like, and that was a thought too. And no, I'm so much. I'm happier they did it this way. And so I was going to ask you how it felt like. And for me, it's kind of unfair because it wasn't in one sitting. I would say it felt probably less than four hours. Though. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I I um I remember like pausing it at one point and being like, I think I have like two hours left, and it was like forty minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, like we're doing okay. It moved right along. Oh yeah. So so I have the perfect comparison for how like these two movies came out, but it just happens to be the wrong order and in a comedy. It is very comparable to Anchorman. Anchorman had so much extra footage that yes. they created a DVD only called Wake Up Ron Burgundy. I got it. Oh yeah, so do I. Oh, it's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty quotable and it's pretty funny, but there are definitely parts when you're watching it it doesn't make sense because they're like they had a separate story and so they filmed some of that but then they would sort of splice in stuff from the original movie and it was like it was basically a fun way to watch deleted scenes mm-hmm. 
But there was definitely parts that stuck out like, well, this doesn't really make sense. That's what the theatrical version of Justice League was, was fucking wake up Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Anchorman was the Snyder cut. And it was like, yeah, like you said, it was cobbled together with like, and one of the things that really annoys me about DC, as I told you, is like, um, they have these villains who are just trying to like destroy the world for no reason. And yeah. the, the in the Whedon cut, it was like Steppenwolf's like, I'm going to destroy this planet and make it like mine, which was like kind of a piece yeah, of shit planet. He's and you're like, why? And you're like, don't worry about that. Yeah, he looks like yeah. an asshole too the whole time. And then they're and then in Suicide Squad, they're like, oh, the uh, what's her name wants to come back and um, take over the world. They're like, why? Like, doesn't matter, you know. So yeah, and to find out that that wasn't the thing all along, like that wasn't his oh. motivation bullshit it pissed me off also it is and i know that i said i gave it a four you gave it a three and a half but anybody anybody who loved justice league really exposes themselves as being just like a, i'll like anything that dc puts out like the dc fanboy because even snyder the director of the goddamn movies like that movie sucked i that wasn't my cut this is my cut so you can't like both of them the no first- and i'm glad he's saying that now yeah me too how would you compare this to the rest of the DCEU? Because obviously they've had movies since Justice League, including uh, Shazam, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984. I mean, a lot of it, it makes some of it better. Like, yeah. it makes the whole universe better because, like, we need to get into spoilers, but, like, I'll just say that, that, like, a lot of those movies are now better because you have more of an idea of, like, who these people are. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, there's another reason why this movie, I liked it. It is difficult, though, to properly kind of like rank it and review it because you get the added of you saw the first Justice League. Like we never should have seen that. We would have no. seen this. And so you know how bad mm-hmm. it could have been. And we saw that. Also, Aquaman, his solo movie didn't come out until after Justice League. Therefore, you wouldn't have known, you wouldn't have felt as much of a connection to him or Mira or Volko. So like, whatever, maybe it doesn't matter to you, but it's just like, there's more of a story to him that you now just subconsciously know that you wouldn't have known the first time. Right. And I liked getting more Volko than I did Mira. Yeah. Well, is that because of who's playing Mira? No, I think it's, he's a more important character to Aquaman than Mira is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know? Um, So, um, but yeah, I mean, shit. I'm, I think I think the outlier here is Shazam. Shazam is good in its own right, and I think that's just a good movie. Yes. Um, Wonder Woman is good, uh, but I think this is right there. Like this, so this, this movie. If you if you want to count two Justice League movies as two different movies, this is the tenth movie. And I'll tell you right now, as we stand here on uh, March the twenty second, two thousand and twenty one, Zack Snyder's Justice League is the best movie in the DCEU. And before you say, Keith, you're crazy, let me say this. There's no, only, I don't think you're crazy. There's only three, or no, uh, there's only four possible answers for what's the best movie that they've put out. Mm-hmm. And it would be Shazam, it would be Birds of Prey, it would be the first Wonder Woman, and this. I was yes. high, I was much higher in Birds of Prey than a lot of other people, but I would say those are the only four that you could, with a straight face, say is the best. I think they're all very closely ranked. Like if you're if you're just doing like big picture all comic book movies, they're all pretty close. But I would say, and maybe it's recency bias, but I would say this is the best one. I'm gonna stay with Shazam as the best one, and I'm gonna go. But the, the other thing, Shazam's another one of those movies that's like 
The bad guys are the bad guys. Why? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who's the bad guy in Shazam? Uh, oh, the fucking guy. You can't, that, t- you can't, you can't yeah. tell me. You know what I mean? So, like, that's that's an issue that yeah. they have. But here, it was very clear. It was very, very clear who yeah. it was and why they were doing what they were doing. And wasn't it, like, I, I found myself, too, even though I just watched the theatrical version, I'm like, Oh my god! Like, how did they possibly sell this off? Like, with the like, you're cutting out a you, several major, major parts. It was mind blowing. But all right, it was uh, infuriating. Anything else non spoiler? No, I gotta get the spoil. I gotta get the spoilers. All right, what's your dork score? Four and a half. Yeah, I want a strong, sturdy, fully erect four and a half, which yep. in the right hands can do some damage. And not only that, but like. Come on, it's a good this, no, 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 no. I mean, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. I'm not going to skip over that. But this is like a hard. I, I would retcon the original, the Whedon one, to a two and a half, three. Yeah. And this is a four and a half. And because I Again, would say, forget what, perfect. For, uh, whatever I ranked like Wonder Woman, Shazam, and Birds of Prey before, I'd probably put them all, I guess, right at the four and a half mark. Mm-hmm. And I would say this is sort of the top of that. Because I'm, I'm going to easier well, greater in the in the past. I'm going to take this a step further. When I do, because I do want to watch this again when they drop the black and white one, mm-hmm. that might bump it up to a five. That's going to look pretty cool. That is going to look really cool. Yep. All right, let's get to it then. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right, spoilers time for uh, the Snyder Cut. And it's funny, you and I did not speak about this movie since we both watched no. it. I had no idea. I thought you might hate it. I was expecting you to hate it, so I'm actually kind of surprised that you you liked it. I hate I hate that I have to like talk about this because as Frank Costanza once said in the episode where of, of Festivus, I got I got it's the airing of grievances and I got a lot of problems with you people and now you're all going to hear about it, right? <laughs> now, the pros and cons that we we can go over the where I really want to get to what I is at the tip of both of our tongues is how Joss Whedon completely fucking cut cyborg out of this movie i do will never understand because that was one of the more compelling characters in the whole goddamn movie and you see ray fisher go on twitter and be like fuck this guy and then he gets cut so he goes off he runs his mouth against joss whedon and then gets cut out of the flash movie terrible completely he was good and i remember you even saying four years ago when we did the other movie that cyborg he needed more cyborg yeah, obvious at the time he was good. That he was great. I loved him. I I loved the character. I love the backstory and the relationship with his dad. The whole thing. Cyborg was good. The Flash was good. Dark Side is a very important character to this movie, and he wasn't in the other fucking version. There was like they they kind of alluded to him, but it right. was a shitty looking version of Steppenwolf, which I also found hilarious in this movie was that Steppenwolf CGI. And we saw it before the movie, like because it was in all the trailers. Like he looked so much better, but when he was like weak, he looked like the shit version from the other movie. You I know, know when he know? took like the when the the armor was so much cooler because yeah. remember in the, he was wearing a, like a stupid helmet. He looked and then the, the armor was like alive, and it was kind of like a yeah. Iron Man kind of armor, like you could take yeah. it off by pieces. And he like the horns looked really dumb, so <laughs> bad. Um, and the, the other one too was like. Dark Side's legit. Dark Side is such a big bad in the DC universe. And to oh. not even really have him in there, and then to gloss over Cyborg and the Flash, who are two characters that we had never seen. 
I guess there was, you know, that that scene in uh, it was a Batman v Superman where they look at mm-hmm. the monitors and they see them and they see, or they see like the Omega, like in the in the oh, nightmare yeah. scene for, yeah. for Dark Side. Sorry, but for even for, for Cyborg in the Flash, Cyborg was in like they knew of them in the Flash. Yeah, yeah. They he would like popped up for a second in Suicide Squad, but like we didn't know them. And, and can you? Them, yeah. Can you get over the the nightmare scene set up? One, it set up Flashpoint. It set up uh in the injustice storyline like it's like all of this stuff that you could have like and snyder said there's no direct sequel to justice league in the works right now but he opened up this whole thing that like you could play with like i have all of this stuff i can do classic classic uh dc they finally get a really good movie and then they're like well now the universe is dead it's like you made all these other shit bum movies now i want to see what they're going to do and how they're going to spin off Batman and oh my God, Manhunter. I, I am Martian oh. Manhunter, thing, by the way, saved it at the end because I was a little annoyed if it was just the part where he was uh, Martha Kent and was just talking to Lois Lane, like that one scene in like the during the chunk of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, that's really just like a shoehorn fan service thing, which again, I'm fine with fan service, but I'm like, but then when they paid it off him in his full suit talking to batman i'm like fuck this is cool well that, i was annoyed with that too because he's like i'm i'm finally ready i gotta i got a stake in this and i'm finally ready to like throw my hat in the ring and it's like Good bro point. you've watched the the world almost end almost three times and now you're like all right here we go you That's know like yeah. you've seen the events of man of steel you've seen the events of batman v superman and you've seen technically suicide squad yeah and now yeah. you're like okay i'm ready like Guys, I wasn't paying attention then, but now I de- I desperately want in. Yeah. Another reason why this movie was good because it was four hours, and for I think two thirty two forty, there was no Superman because <laughs> Superman stinks. Yeah, I mean, what? but like it was he served a purpose in this. Like there was a correct. They mentioned and they it. and this is what the four hours pays off is because now you're like okay, the reason that these aliens are coming to Earth is because Superman is. They know he's dead. Yeah, that was really cool. Like they're like, we never had a problem before, and you're like, yeah, because they know. And then it like clicks. They're like, oh shit, because that was a cool scene too. Because there was uh, like Steppenwolf. Also, he mentions he's like, there's no lanterns there, and there's no Kryptonian, so mm-hmm. it, was like, it shouldn't be a fucking problem, right? But guess what, asshole? It was a problem. There was a problem. There was a, a black suited Superman. The black suit looked cool. And I'll even give it when he was, and I know part of the scene was in the other version of Justice League mm-hmm. when they first resurrect him and the way he's flying looks like the Injustice fighting video games. Yes. Like flying towards him. I'm like, oh, this when so he's cool. like, he's just like, just like floating chest forward, floating oh. towards him. Oh, Woo. so I actually, even though I don't like Superman, it was, this was the best version of Superman. This is better than Man of Steel. It was better than Batman v Superman. I, the old school ones, maybe the first one, I would say, but this might have been the best version of him because also when he came back, he like was fully powered and he was the only one like Steppenwolf didn't have a chance against him. No, it was very quick. He dominated him, but he should. He, and that's the thing. Like, right. That would anno- it would annoy me if that was a fight. You know, so that was awesome. And it was not because think, think about two. <laughs> we should talk more about this movie, but the other Justice League there, the quote climax scene against uh steppenwolf like what a shitbag fight that was and how stupid that was when they're in that like that whatever that like, structure was and they're all fighting you're like what is this 
What is this? And the other thing too, what was the thing with the the fucking Russian family that Whedon shoehorned in somehow? Oh yeah, I don't know. Like, what was that? I don't know. Didn't need it. And that yeah. was the one time you saw the Flash run, yeah. really. And you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. And you know who also kind of sucked in uh, Justice League? The first one was Wonder Woman, and she was definitely better in this one. Well, like, there's that like more powerful in this one. She's more of like the brain her and batman are the brains of the operation like she was definitely better yeah and there was a there was a moment where like batman's like all right i'm gonna draw them off like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna like and they're like you're an idiot have fun right and you see diana kind of take on this like leadership role uh, among the team and you're like good yeah yeah yes like that's exactly what she should be doing like Uh she's a leader Mm -hmm. you know batman does his own thing like he's not the leader of just of the justice league he never has been no, because I mean he has been, but like you get right. what I, mean. I know what you mean because he also has the Bat family and just his own issues. And guess yeah. what? In some of those fights where you need the Justice League, you know, Batman has a Gaplin gun and a and a Batarang. You know, these and are like, I, all superpowers. But the joke was in the the what uh, Liam called the uh, Justice League. Oh, <laughs> but he's like, "What's your superpower?" He's like, "I'm rich." Yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, like which is which is funny, but it's also like. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't necessarily great in it. Not not Ben Affleck, but just like the use of Batman. But part of it is you're going up against Steppenwolf. You're kind of going up against Darkseid's crew. So like he just wasn't as good. No, but like he's useless there. I mean, not useless, yeah, but like he's out of the s- six of them. Like he's well, like, the least great, useful. A great example of it is when they're showing up and he like drops them off and he's in that like crazy like um, yeah. chop plane thing. And he's like, all right. And then he goes and has to shoot him down. Because you're like, yeah, because these guys can all fly or run super fast. Right. Or whatever but also i didn't, did you even get a sense in the first movie what cyborgs like powers were whereas in this one he's like hacking into stuff and like kicking ass they they he says briefly that he can talk to machines and you know but whatever but there's this that what his father is explaining to him like what he can do if he chooses to that was an incredibly important scene for that character yeah. to be like you can you can and there was that that whole scene and the poor woman who played the single mom did you see her on Twitter? No. She was like, I haven't seen the movie. I got cut out of the first one. Can anyone just tell me if I'm if I'm in the Snyder oh, Cut? God. And people were like, oh, my God, like, go see it. Like, you're so good. Like, that was a huge scene for that character. Yes. You know, and, and fuck, like, how do you cut that kid out of the movie and then black, like, try to blackball him? Like, literally, what Joss Whedon did was he showed up one day and they, they must have told him, Hey, take what you have here. There's here's a little bit more of the script, and just we need a two hour movie. Two hours, because that's what it was. It was like two hours and two yeah. minutes. It was literally like half as long as this one. And they were just like, put it together. And like, holy smokes. I just don't know how and the not only the way Steppenwolf looked, but to have him be like the main big bad, and like no other real story to it was just so insane. So also getting back, so I would I agree with you that cyborg was the biggest like upgrade from one movie to the next. Yeah. Dark side obviously almost doesn't count because he wasn't. Even in it. I thought the Flash was really good. I think the the part with Iris West, his like love interest, who we yep. see, could have been a little shoehorned in. But that's also the point is like we needed a little bit more on this kid. Like we needed to know what his deal was. And what I thought was kind of dumb. And like we, I mean, uh, Snyder does this all the time in his movies. He does these like super slow motion highly stylized action scenes with like this melodramatic weird choice of music yeah like the choice in like not score because the junkie xl score was incredible but 
the music he used, like Hallelujah, like uh, you know, like Leonard Cohen song, like um, everybody yeah. knows that song, and the yeah. one when the whole thing with uh, she gets in the car accident, and there was that weird moment where he like grabs a hot dog and like puts yeah. it in his pocket and then like saves her. Like that was a weird scene. Yeah, but I think it just shows you like it, it highlights his powers, like just how fast he is. Like that's mm -hmm. so rather than doing. Like we've already seen like Quicksilver in the X-Men movies or like, you know, the Flash on the CW show, like sort of how they do speed. And so they're doing it in a different way where they're just like they're going to rather than speed him up, they're going to slow everything down and have him just like walking around normal. But how about them just even mentioning the speed force and how he's like, I have to eat like constantly because I can't like I'll well, rip myself apart. Right. But then also the other part that he mentions in there, which I think they cut out of the other version was how like he kind of has a grasp of it and but also like if he goes too fast he knows he can fuck it up and like change time yeah which is and then he does it <laughs> oh that oh yeah so it's not a wasted line like so then he does it and it's not out of nowhere and he knows that he needed to do it at that time like great that was and it was like the what an awesome visual that was of him yeah. doing that yeah that, that might have been the coolest scene of the movie yeah i think it might have been I like that one a lot. I and thought he's he not just pushing a truck. Like <laughs> so Ezra Miller, I'm a fan of. He's a good cat. I don't like the suit. I think the suit kind of stinks, but I think the, the character is good. And I, like I still, in the way he does this thing, I'm going to do it on. He does this thing when oh. he runs where he like throws his hands out like this. It's like throwing like he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, or he's like underhanded. Like who runs like that? You know what I mean? And I get it. We're supposed to slow it down. It's supposed to look like, right. You know, um, but it looks he like does like this super exaggerated arm swing, uh -huh. which is looks weird. And the stuff with um, his dad was good, too. They did more of that with Henry Allen in jail. Mm -hmm. That's a whole thing. And they did that on the TV show. They did a good job. Whereas like his dad's in jail for the murder of his mom, even though he didn't do it. Yeah. You find out. I think it was it wasn't Zoom that did it or maybe it was uh, Bizarro Flat, whatever the fuck his name. Reverse or, Flash. Reverse <laughs> Flash. Mm -hmm. um, but either way. I also read on the internet, and I don't know if this is 100%, but that... It's Billy, on the internet, so it is. It, it, it was right at some point. Billy Crudup, who plays Henry Allen, mm -hmm. has, like, scheduling conflicts and won't be in The Flash. It's like, you asshole. Scheduling conflicts for what? Like, what are you what doing? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Uh, so the other cool thing about this, again, it's four hours long, but it also it felt like a comic book, too, when you're just talking about the number of characters that were in it. Mm -hmm. so obviously you have you have batman wonder woman the flash aquaman cyborg superman those are your justice league members steppenwolf mm -hmm. and dark side as your main villains but then you have supporting characters lois lane mira volko alfred henry allen iris west martian manhunter james gordon silas stone ryan Choi, which was awesome that's the adam uh, that, yeah but they make a point to like say what his job is and it's the He's guy like, the, what did he say he was like the director of nanotech or something yeah. like that so that yeah, so adam but then also lex luther deathstroke and joker what's your problem you got a problem i don't have a i have a problem but i'm going to tell you this right now you said this is the best dc movie uh best dceu movie yeah the scene in the nightmare with jared leto and ben affleck fucking awesome ah i loved it too awesome i, I didn't know where you're gonna i Loved it, and I—I I was trying to think of the movie. What was the movie? You guys probably all have seen it. It's—it's it's one of the animated ones they did. Uh, was it Justice League 
dark maybe apocalypse war is one of these like big big to do is like a real big big bad and there's all these like weird kind of teams that form up and like harley quinn is like fighting with the heroes and stuff it reminded me so much of that because that was such a hodgepodge group it was so fucking cool it was deathstroke batman joker cyborg mira and the flash like what and they're talking about lois lane how important lois lane is superman's like isn't he pissed at them and it's just like oh that was so cool and that was version of the joker was good and i loved the intensity between the two of them where they were like basically like they have the tr the truce with the card and he's so basically cool. saying that like you're not gonna jared leto said you're not gonna kill me like you're not gonna kill me and then be, and then the perfect like intensity from like ben he's like make no mistake like i will fucking kill you yeah like <laughs> that and you're like that was awesome i know that and was then, awesome. And I, like, I didn't even care. I know like dream sequences can annoy people. I didn't even care. I was like, that's just so good. But also, you remember he saw Barry Allen like in like a dream. Remember that yes. one? And, and he references that here. Like, so, oh, wow, a payoff. Like, holy smokes, who could believe? But like anytime Batman has a dream like that, you're like, eh, it might be more of a premonition. And like that could happen like years down the line or something. And because we know Deathstroke just got hired by Lex Luthor. But Deathstroke said he'd kill Batman for free. So there's mm -hmm. something there with those guys that they're. They, so that's what's so frustrating because so this that's what it happens in injustice. So like the our Earth's so thinking like our Earth's Batman, right, gets transported to like the alternate universe and sees like he saves Deathstroke in right. that game. Right. Okay. So like they team up, you know. So it's like. And then, and then Jared Leto, the Joker says something like, "How many, how many different timelines did you fuck this up?" Basically, so good before you got it right. And then you he's know, talking and, about like holding dead people, or like uh, what do you say, looking people as they die, looking them in the eyes as they die, or holding dead people. In the, so like re referencing Jason Todd, right? So I was like, ah, this is fucking awesome. Or I like, I'm still holding that hope that he is Jason Todd. Oof. But so this version, I hope isn't the other right. one that like the Suicide Squad one, like the mm -hmm. Hot Topic one. Like, okay, he could be like spin him off somewhere else. This Joker was was good though. But are we supposed to believe that that's the same one as Hot Topic Joker? No, because that's a different timeline. Okay, right. So now again, what he just did is like, all right, I don't know, I open this door, so it could be anything. Like yeah. he could that could be like the third or fourth timeline. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah. like. Yeah, because the flash looked way different too. Uh huh. Didn't he have like a beard or something? Yeah, that's like the thing that like, like came up. Yeah, I didn't know that was him. I'm like, is that him? I'm like, I think it is. But it was Cyborg, and then Mira. I thought that was cool too, like to get her involved. So no Aquaman, but she well, then she says like he's dead, and he's like, yeah. you know, so fucking awesome, like that. Yeah, you need a movie with that. Just, just characters doing whatever the fuck they're doing, like an end of days thing, and just have the intensity. And I'm not overstating this between Ben Affleck and Jared Leto in that scene was like, yeah, I'm going to say this right now. And you're going to think I'm nuts. The De Niro Pacino scene in heat. <laughs> right. I love like, I, it. Was awesome. So it was awesome. I was awesome. What are <laughs> but again, just so frustrating. Like, so you finally, after all this time, we get that movie, but now that whole universe has already been so disrupted and like they're not going to do it and they're they're pretty much done with it like they're still making movies so we're going to get the suicide squad that's going to come out in august 
We're going to get The Flash. That comes out next November. Aquaman 2 next November. Shazam in 2023. Or Shazam 2. And then uh, with The Rock is coming I was gonna out. Say Black Adam. I was thinking, we're missing one. And Black Adam. But like... I don't know how connected or not connected they're going to be. We know Ben Affleck's done as Batman. I, we know. Maybe not anymore. Well, maybe not. You're right. That's true. I mean, people, they always say like Chris Evans, and Robert Downey Jr. They're, they're done too, but they'll be back. Yeah. So maybe, but it just it left you wanting more. Whereas like the other movies, you're never like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. You're like, oh, they better clean this up. And they did. And this movie, they cleaned it up. Yeah. And the question that was asked, okay. is there another movie that you would like to see a four-hour cut of? No, probably not. <laughs> uh, like, if you knew if you knew it, it would improve it. MacGruber. <laughs> I need more con backstory. <laughs> you got all you needed. But I, I we we skip over that scene in MacGruber all the time when he, he's explaining why him and Kunth hate each other and it turns out mcgruber is like the worst person the worst guy it's <laughs> it's so good See, that's kind of fucked up thank you thanks <laughs> that's kind of fucked up thanks oh, it's so bad MacGruber, he has a drink or two each night but it doesn't affect his job mcgruber that guy's a social drinker MacGruber! so good yeah man i'll tell you like this Obviously, there's there's so much more to the movie, but just the point is it was good, and <clears throat> I wasn't sure what to expect. Definitely my favorite of this group in some pretty memorable scenes. You know, when you're talking about the Flash and Cyborg and that whole that whole dream sequence actually might be the most memorable thing for better uh, worse. Woo! And I will say this: I will never watch Joss Whedon's cut, the two hour cut of this, ever again. No, oh, but okay. I will absolutely watch a four hour this four hour movie again. I think, I and probably, that's the most telling thing about the whole thing. That's a great point. Yeah, how often are you gonna watch a four-hour movie? What? I will. See, I will watch this again. Yeah, I, because I guarantee you, there's stuff we missed. Like uh, Liam in the chat, Curly points out in the chat, Mira was carrying around water with her in the nightmare scene. Oh, like little cool. shit like that. Like that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, that felt super like comic booky, like like a unlikely team up. Which just would have been sick. It's like JV. It's like the JV Justice League. <laughs> well, that's why I've always loved, and I know you do too. When Batman does stuff with Justice League Dark, like because it's I love it. a hodgepodge group. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention they're going to make a, a Satana movie. Yes, that and the writer yeah. from Promising Young Woman is going to write it. Excellent. So that is great. So she is. Uh, is she also a magician, or what would you call yeah. her? She is like, like a, yeah. She's in there with Constantine, but that's what I was waiting for. I'm like, this movie just needed to shoehorn in like Swamp Thing and Constantine, and it would have been perfect. But can you imagine just like Constantine, like sitting on the car next to Joker, like smoking a cigarette? <laughs> would have been like, this guy's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Anything else? I'm trying to think. No, I'm, I'm just, I, I liked it so much that I'm pissed at it. Yeah. Like, I, this, this never and again, personal tragedy aside, and I we do owe an apology to Zack Snyder, and you mm. know we're sorry for shitting on your stuff. It was yeah. this was good, rock solid movie. It's not, it's not. Uh, according to Liam in the chat, in Cyborg's mother box vision, the dead Green Lantern is Kilowog. Yeah, they were there. There was definitely there was that scene too earlier where they have a, a Green Lantern. They do have a Green Lantern. Yeah, trying to fight Steppenwolf. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. basically like if you're describing this movie to somebody, you're like. 
Yeah, so Steppenwolf needs to get all the Infinity Stones so he can give it to Thanos. I mean, the mother boxes for Darkseid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the the fact that you know the aliens know that there is no lantern on Earth and that there is cool. no Kryptonian was that was pretty cool. That was cool, but there's definitely there was uh, there was that scene too where the they killed the lantern and then the ring like jumped oh, like. Steppenwolf almost got the ring. He almost caught it. Yeah. So, so that's out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and go ahead and grab that. Um. Yeah. All well, right. Speaking of that, did you see that uh, Ryan Reynolds watched Green Lantern and live tweeted it? <laughs> no, I bet that's. It was good. actually pretty good. It was actually pretty funny. Yeah, uh, that is pretty good. All One right. of the best tweets is he goes, he goes, oh, Blake Lively's in this. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny son of a gun, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose to defend a goal? What did I do last time? I kicked it to you. I'll, I will take this one. I'll take All the right. ball this time. Right. Yep. Um, I have an update. Pick of the pod. Remember I did like, this is what's coming out this week? Last yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched the Nate Bargatze special. It's awesome. He's super funny. And like, I don't think he swears once. Yeah, that's crazy. Incredible. Incredible. Um, he tells... Uh, I, he tells some great stories. It's great. Um, I did watch Jiu-Jitsu again, the Nicolas Cage movie. I don't know if this is awesome in the worst way or fucking horrible in the best way. Like this this oh. movie is in- incredible and I need to talk about it. I might live I might watch it and live tweet it. Oh, okay. Just because we're never going to do a standalone episode on it. What is and it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. So if you want to watch it, it's jujitsu. It's, so, it's called jujitsu, and nobody does jujitsu. Well, we have an open week next week. Is it worth doing? You tell me. I'll I'll put it to you. How long? Well, is it? It's like an hour and a half. It's like an hour and thirty-two minutes. Four hours and two minutes. Yeah. Uh, but my pick of the pod this week. I have one for the big kids and one for the little kids. Perfect. Uh, the one for the little kids. Have you seen Waffles and Mochi? No. It I is saw- a puppet. It's a puppet show. I'm in on that. Um, two little puppets, and they go and they to different parts of the world, and they talk about food. And it's executive produced by Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. And it has a uh, common is a guest star. So is Jack Black, and they talk about food and all that stuff. I know you like food. You like puppets. I like food and puppets. Sure. So, and your who's your your favorite Muppet? Who's the chef? Uh, well, no, I like Rolf the dog. No, but who's the one that you like? Is the oh 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 on Sesame Street? Gong- yeah. Gonger. Gonger. There he yeah. is. Gonger's yeah. the best Sesame Street character. I'm a big fan of uh, watching the new Muppet show. Um, Pepe the King Prawn is my favorite Muppet. Pepe's really funny, and I didn't like him at first at some of the other stuff, but the new the new season, he was the best one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for the big kids, if you haven't seen the, it's another Netflix pick, I'm sorry, but uh, the last blockbuster, which ironically is on Netflix, um, yeah, I is was, really I, good, and it's interesting. Better. First of all, Paul, Sh- Paul Shear worked at a blockbuster and tell some pretty funny stories about working at blockbuster and just how movie rental places worked in the eighties and nineties. I never knew. Like, I didn't know that the reason why like the gas station movie rental only had one copy of stuff is you had to pay for tur- They said for Terminator two, you had to pay a hundred bucks just to get a copy of that. And then you rented it out. Yeah. And then, and then blockbuster changed it. Yeah. Blockbuster made a deal with the movie companies. Yeah. And so then they were paying like a few bucks, but then they were sending money to them. Like that's fascinating. Like the, the, yeah, but that just like that did in all those people, and right. then and then fucking done in themselves. Exactly. And 
how rubbing salt in the wound is that documentary is now on Netflix. It is crazy. It also, but they kind of fuck things up earlier too. Like they, the one guy that said, well, it wasn't Netflix hundred percent that like knocked us out. It was kind of no. how, how we, how we did business. Also yeah. interesting that Jamie Kennedy who plays Randy Meeks is one of the best characters ever in scream working at the rental store. He was in commercials for blockbuster, him mm-hmm. and Jim Gaffigan. Did yeah. like blockbuster commercials, especially yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Um, my pick is I ended up watching Mank, the movie that is nominated for like a hundred yeah. Oscars coming up. So that's also a Netflix movie. It's good. Like it's a top, you know, because I want to. I I end up watching all the Oscar movies, and usually I only end up liking like a third of them. But I watched Mank because I love Gary Oldman. It's also a David Fincher film. Amanda Seyfried is in it. It's about the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. Yes. And so William Randolph Hearst is in the movie too. Of course, he went to St. Paul's, Ryan. He's a I didn't know that. Yeah. St. Paul's Pelican. Uh, but it, it's interesting. Like if you like if you like old Hollywood stuff, I think you you might enjoy it. Good acting. You like a lot of talking in, in your in your movies. If you like a lot of acting, you like a lot yeah. of acting, a lot of talking, a lot of words. Cool. <laughs> Act, believe it or not, I've never seen Citizen Kane, and I might watch it now, or at least start it. Uh, it. um, it's on HBO Max. It's worth a. I think it's one of those things that for Probably your cultural cultural literacy, you need to see it because some it's, people think it's the greatest movie of all, all time. It at some point it probably was. I don't think anymore. No, you're probably right. It came out in 1941, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just I don't think I've seen it. Maybe I'll start it and be like, oh fuck, I watched this forever ago. But so I took a couple of like film classes in school and we watched some old ones, but not that one. I don't think I ever watched that one. But so next week we might do jujitsu. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta watch, dude. It's 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 something. Actually, you know what people were saying is like we probably could have done a whole episode on that David Arquette documentary. I'd watch that again. Because that was nuts. Let's give oh. someone let's give the listeners homework this weekend. All right, so we can see what the people want. We'll decide, mm-hmm. we'll tweet it out this week. Also, the following week we have a decision to make. Do we want to do Godzilla versus Kong right after it comes out or do we want to do Falcon Winter Soldier mid-season and then do Godzilla Kong the following week? I say we do Falcon and Winter Soldier mid-season and then give people like the week to see yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, cuz it comes out on like a Wednesday and so rather than doing it that coming Monday, we'll wait a week. We'll do like a week and a half. So yeah. we'll get enough people to write because it's coming out on HBO Max too and in theaters, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So we'll do it that way. Uh so next week, uh TBD, but we'll we'll let you guys know soon. Uh you can rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and just about anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Uh check out the YouTube stream and subscribe there, youtube.com slash dork podcast. Also, uh Feel free to email us at any time, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, especially your should I have bought this submissions. And also, if you listen to the podcast but also want to see, we always post a picture on our YouTube stream of what these people have bought. So you're like, hey, I want to get a good look at that you know, Joe Boo statue or the Halloween thermos or the Pokemon card that cost $800. Get in here. Get in here and do that. Uh, Davey's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash D. And you can also go to our Facebook page. It is the hashtag dork shared Gooniverse. Find out what's going on with us. Mac and Goo, the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, the Change My Mind podcast, TLDR, Shime, and Dr. Joe on Twitch. Uh, anything else, Ryan? No, sir. Do you know what they say about wombats? 
I do know what they say about wombats. They do cube poops. Bloody hell, what was that? 